Hello, I'm Dr. Stephanie Phillips, joined by Dr. Michelle Seawright, and we are Georgia Medicine Women. We're direct primary care doctors, and we welcome you to our podcast, where we share stories that will inspire and motivate you in your journey towards health and wellness. Welcome to the Georgia Medicine Women Podcast. I'm Dr. Phillips. I'm Dr. C. Right. And we have a very special guest for you guys today. I just want to thank everybody for listening in. We've got a ton of listeners and it seems our podcast is growing and reaching out um, all over Northeast Georgia and all over Georgia. And uh, we've got lots of listeners, several from New York City. And I don't know where y'all are coming from, but I know you want to move down here too, like everybody else in the North. So just keep listening. Um, We have a very special guest today. We are talking to Jean Davison. She is um, the Director of Connections for Special Parents. So um, we're glad to have you. Um, We're going to get started with our uh, Medical Mountain Speak. Um, And I'm really proud of you for wanting to take take this on. It's It's not a hard one, okay? So today's term is acting up, okay? What does acting up mean? Now that I'm going to use it in a sentence. My knee has been acting up on me. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. I hear that a lot, actually. And um, I would say that it means that person's knee is giving them trouble because there's pain in it or, or swelling or something like that. Great job. See, look at you. I love it. Awesome Good job. Yeah, some people that might not be from here would think that that might mean that their knee is becoming a new movie star because they're acting up. But no, that does not mean what that means, people. (laughs) It means acting up. It means it's swelling up and hurting. So good job. I'm very proud of you, Ms. Davidson. Yeah, thank you. She she did great. Um, I'm going to let Dr. Seawright kind of take over and tell us about your organization, what you guys do. All right, Jean. So we'll start out with uh, tell the listeners what CSP or Connections for Special Parents is. This um, great organization, I might add, and and I also would like to say thank you for letting me be here and and talk with you guys. Um, Connections for Special Parents is a support group for families uh, raising children or a child with special needs, families, caregivers, from what I know about it, you were one of the founding members, so you started it, correct? That is correct. So um, it began in 2004, and I, myself, I'm a mother of three healthy children um, and five wonderful, vibrant grandchildren. Uh, My three children are adults now and thriving and doing great. but um, I'm also a retired occupational therapist, and I worked for almost 40 years with children that had special needs um, as a therapist. And so I would um, be with the children as well as the caregivers during the appointments that I would have with them on a, on a regular basis. Um, it didn't take me long to feel very um, grateful and fortunate that I had three healthy children that I was raising, my husband and I were raising, um, and, and, and realized the difficulties that we had just raising 
quote unquote typical kids. And so in with families so much um, time-wise that were struggling with helping their children um, grow, um, I realized that I was fortunate and that we needed to do something to support these parents that didn't have the typical child like I did. And um, knowing how hard it is with the typical one, how hard, how much harder it is to raise a child with special needs. Mm-hmm. So um, I also knew that we live in a rural area in Royston, um, Northeast Georgia, and support groups for families such as these um, were limited. Um, they had to, the families would have to drive an hour or so each way in order to be a part of a support group. And I realized that also as the um, caregivers were bringing their children in for therapy, they really weren't connecting with each other out in the waiting room as much as I felt like they could. So um, I wanted to pull them together. And so it ended up being that we started a monthly support group at that time and we're inviting uh, caregivers from the surrounding counties. So it would be Franklin, Hart, Madison, Elbert, um, and Stevens. And we came together and just started with the monthly support and it's grown since then, um, grown a lot. Yeah. Uh, My understanding is that this week is some sort of camp uh, for, for this group. So tell me a little bit about that. Okay, this is one of the things that we have developed over the 20 years that we've been um, existing. And that is we we want to support the caregivers um, as summer comes along when their children are not in school. Um, some of the caregivers or parents are still working and it becomes very difficult um, depending on their child's needs to find someone to be able to sit with them. So as a support for the parents and as something fun, obviously, for the kids to do, we offer a a summer long six week camp for middle school up. And our age seems to be extending a little bit with the number, uh, the age of the, the clients coming in, the campers coming in. We offer that camp throughout the summer and then um, as on a daily basis, Monday through Friday. And then we also offer, which we originally started with this, um, Jam and Jubilee, which is for the younger ones. Um, and that would be ages four through elementary school. Um, we, we feel like that the younger ones are easier to find sitters for rather than the older ones. Mm-hmm. And so we only offer that once a week. We, we've thrown around the idea of offering it more than once a week through the summer, but, um, and we've had it two times, I mean, two weeks during the summer before too. But anyway, um, we just do that on a, a weekly basis for the summer for them. Wow. Okay. So, so actually this week is just the start of the camp, but it actually runs all summer. For the older ones. For the older ones. For the older ones. Now the little ones, um, they'll have that one week of camp in July. Okay. For just a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So as far as your clients now, um, the families that you're helping, what um, medical diagnoses do these children have? So it it ranges. Um, I would say that we probably see more children on the autism spectrum than we do any other diagnosis, but we also have Down syndrome. Um, We have children with cerebral palsy. 
um, and we have children with developmental delays and some with genetic disorders. Wow. Okay. So, yes. a, vast so it's a wide range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Awesome. Um, what is staffing like? What, what, mm -hmm. how, and, and how, how do people get involved potentially with your organization? Okay. So staffing, that's a really, that's a really good question because, um, it's a little specialized, you know, when you're working with campers that have various diagnoses. So what we've done and we continue to do is pull from the school system. Okay. A lot of the paraprofessionals will want jobs through the summer. Um, we've had some teachers that have directed the camp before. Um, so we pull th through the school system those individuals that have had a connection with children with special needs. Okay. Um, we are open to teach those that have not had connection, but most of the staff that we have have had that connection. So um, we we pull from the schools and so they are able to understand what a child with a diagnosis behavior would be like or how to manage them or the kinds of things that they would need to communicate with them. Right. So it's very helpful to have the school system involved yeah. um, to reach out to. Mm -hmm. Um, what about, uh, when it's not camp time, what about staffing in, in that way? Like, um, is, is it sort of a, I guess what sort of events do you do or, or something on a daily basis that sort of, um, the, the parents are involved in and, and how, what kind of people or tribe does that take? Yes. Okay. So, um, we, we have developed, um, over the years, a way to connect with the parents and we have a, a wonderful staff member right now, Teresa Phillips, that is our parent liaison. And so she is in charge throughout the year, reaching out to families and letting them know that, you know, we're here for them and this is what you can do to become involved. Recently, too, we have just started an overnight respite program, which is huge. Um, that was like our ultimate goal. Um, CSP's ultimate goal was to be able to provide a weekend where the caregiver can completely be free to rest, do something on their own away from the child um, that has so many needs. Um, and the child can come and stay with us and just have fun. Uh -huh. So they come in on a Friday night and they leave on a Sunday morning and we have staff from the school systems actually that have volunteered to come and be the respite caregiver mm -hmm. um, for the weekend. So right now we're limited to space, but we do take four, we call them campers, four campers to come in on the weekend and stay with two caregivers mm -hmm. um, at our center located in Royston. So um, that would be the staff that we would do during this other than camp time. And then throughout the year, Teresa, again, will reach out and have um, mom, what she calls mom meetups. Okay. And so um, once or twice a month, um, she'll ask families to come and come for lunch or come and meet for supper somewhere and just be free to talk with other parents that are raising a child with special needs, mm -hmm. um, which is what it's all about is yep. the connection of the parents um, as well as the, con the uh, ability to provide them respite or care when we can. Right. I mean, you kind of um, sort of um, traipsed around a, a, that subject of respite. 
But really, we we know that as a caregiver, your your health suffers as well, and so, mental health, um, sometimes physical health, taking care of a mom, you know, an elderly mom versus even, you know, a, a special needs child. And so um, this is a, a great opportunity for, for parents specifically to get yes. a, a, a little rest, recharge, and then go back to taking care of their loved one. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and I failed to mention this um, years ago, this was a figure I'm sure it's risen since then, but 10% of families raising a child with special needs will end in divorce. Divorce. Yeah. Um, because it's such a struggle on them mm -hmm. with the, with the mom and the dad have different expectations and trying to understand all of the places that they need to go for therapy or all the appointments that they might have. And it just takes a toll on a marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that's uh, really good that you have this and that we have it locally. Like you said, um, before you all were here, people were having to drive an hour and who's going to, want to drive an hour to go do like a counseling session or some, or some sort of connect yeah. a dinner or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. when, when you could do it locally. Right. Um, right. I think it was, um, definitely a, a special need for our area and so grateful that we've been able to keep it up and running. Um, and, and, and even with that, it's been 20 years and, and I'm so, so grateful for y'all to do this podcast because not everybody knows about us still. And right. it's, it amazes me. I mean, we've done paper articles. Um, they've seen us in public. It's just amazing that the still the word is not out. Yeah. And I'm very thankful that y'all are doing this so that the word can get out. Awesome. Well, that, that's, you know, when I first found out about it, um, I was like, I need to get, you know, help get the word out. And so that, mm -hmm. this is one way I'm trying to do that. Um, Okay, so um, is is it? I'll just be blunt. I guess is it a nonprofit um, sort of organization? It is a nonprofit organization, which means that we depend on either state funds, yep. state slash federal funding, to help with the families or donations. Um, and we have an annual charity event once a year. Um, that will help us to be able to get through the year. But as we bring on um, more staff, because we need more staff to run the camps, then our cost rises. And so we do we do apply for grants. And um, grant writing is not an easy task in this for hard to find grants, uh, grant writers to do that. But we have someone on board right now. She's actually on the board that has been willing to take that task on. So yeah, that's how we get our funding through mm -hmm. donations and grants. Yeah. So um, how do how can parents with children with special needs, um, how can they find you? Uh, we have a, a website, connectionsforspecialparents.org. We also, um, on a daily basis or at least a weekly basis, we'll be putting um, pictures in um, items that we might need from the public on our Facebook page, Facebook slash Instagram. We have both of those and they are also connections for special parents. Um, you could look that up that way. Look at that way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or uh, let me just say CSP NEGA as well. CSP NEGA as connections for special parents of Northeast Georgia. Our new website, it's just been developed this year, does have a donation button on there as well. So um, you could go to the connectionsforspecialparents.org and donate through that website. Awesome. That was going to be my next question. So oh. you answered it. Thank Good. you. <laughs>
Well, thank you so much for yeah. coming to share your experience and uh, everything about CSP. Um, again, we just, uh, that that is one of my um, desires with this podcast is to get some uh, organizations out there that aren't, aren't really heard um, and just sort of highlight them and, and see if we can uh, get you some more clients, which means um, you're helping more people. Yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Thank you again for, for asking. And um, yeah, I hope that we were yeah. now. I really love what you guys are doing with families to support them because I just can't imagine. Um, personally, I have friends who have children with special needs and I do not have a child with special needs, but um, I've just been so inspired and blown away by parents who take care of their kids with special needs. I mean, they are just heroes that are unsung caregivers of any kind caregivers who care for children with special needs, especially are just incredible people. And so anything that lifts them up and helps them um, is just an awesome service. And I know that I almost got divorced with my one healthy child. <laughs> as a baby. So I, could, I mean, I couldn't imagine, you know, having a child with special needs. I know it has to be so stressful for, for husbands and wives. And so having that support to you for them. And, and I just think it's a great organization overall. And I really, Thank you for doing the work that you're doing. You're improving the health of our communities and um, our children are so important. And I just think it's awesome. So thank you so much, Jane. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Highly recommend marriage counseling for anyone going through that. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, I understand. Also, that. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Jesus. I think that's the only way to actually stay married, you know, because, you know, you got to forgive them, uh, forgive them and forget like Jesus did and just say, okay, there you go. Good husband. Um, all right. So, got a little personal there. Sorry about that. But thank you so much, Jane. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in and listening to Georgia Medicine Women. We have an email, georgiamedicinewomen at gmail.com. Please email us. Um, any questions you have or any kind of topics you'd like to hear from us. We have some good uh, good topics lined up in the next few weeks. And also we are on Facebook and Instagram, Georgia Medicine Women. You can search there and um, read our posts. And we'll put some information and some links on our social media for CSP. So you can also find them uh, through those links on our podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>